Welcome back to episode number 33. That is a palindrome. Jane, how are we, how are we doing? How was your week? So busy. Uh, how so? At work or just in, in general? Work has been absolutely disturbingly busy. More than other years at this time? No. Oh. <laughs> but that doesn't make it less busy. Yeah. I suppose Target's got to be one of the... Well, everywhere's got to get busy, but Target's like... They got everything. So, like, when people are in a rush, you're trying to get food and gifts at one place. Where are you going? You're going to Target, you know? I packed an order today for a ship from store that had, like... I don't even know how many. I couldn't even count how many. Like 20 different gingerbread things, kits. So it's not just houses anymore, people. We're having, we have gingerbread mansions. Yeah, that's right. Different tax bracket these days. We got gingerbread townhomes. We got gingerbread candy shops. We got gingerbread delivery trucks. Yeah. All types of any type of thing you think of in real life is suddenly in gingerbread form and comes with a kit. That and someone sold in store at Target. Yes. Yep. Wow. So many. I literally was like, "How can there be this many different types of gingerbread kit? Why?" And this person bought all of them in multiples and a ton of frosting to go with it. A ton of like plastic knives, you know. And then They're having a big paper. party. Yeah, and like sprinkles. I'm like, oh my gosh. The kit's not enough. You need to add extra stuff. Dude. Mind it's... you, this is heavy stuff. These boxes are literally too heavy for me to lift. Maybe they're having a big competition. Yeah, I bet they are. I'm kind of down. Should we do one? No, it's probably so expensive. <laughs> well, we don't need to buy 40. I, I was just going to buy one. There's actually, I think there is mini ones, of course, because of course there's a mini version of something that they're called. They're called tiny. It's already a mini of something else. They're called tiny homes, Jane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) They're tiny. They're tiny homes in gingerbread form. Mm -hmm. Like, why we don't need this many things? There was a glitter chateau. Bro, that's literally <laughs> what it said on the box. I was like, "What even is a chateau?" <clears throat> wow, dude! People think that we're gonna be taken over by AI. We're gonna be taken over by gingerbread. Yeah, exactly. That's what I always said. Um, gingerbread life. Yeah. So my week was pretty good. I went home for Thanksgiving, which was nice. Turkey Cross was a success. I won again. Jane, how was Turkey Cross for you? I got second. Let's go. Way to go, Jane. In the women's field, out of two. Do you think I could have beat you if I was there? Yes. I only did one lap out of four. I think so as well. But it was Consider the fact that I haven't biked in months. Yeah, well, consider the fact that that I haven't either. I know it's going to happen again when I say I'm going to do a century, never train, then it's time to do it. And I'm like, whoops, next year. 
Well, we just got to get Eddie a bike and then. Yeah. Well, they're trying to tell me I need to be trying to start the century with you guys and just see how long I go. I'm like, <gasps> that would be what? fun. Except I will die. No, dude. But then you'll get into it. You'll get into it and you'll start thinking, maybe I can make it. And then you'll accidentally do it. No yeah. way. Yes, I believe in you. Owen. What? You know that that's not true. Dude, if we worked, if we trained a little before it. Dude, w- when when I did a century with, with Avery Johnson, who did not train for it very much, if at all, he was just like commuting to work every so often. Um, Isaac, who was definitely not training at all, just rode with us for like we did we went out and did like 25 in the morning and then he did the rest of it with us just like randomly did their 75 straight right but i'm saying like mentally mentally you'll be talking to some of the best people around so it'll keep you engaged I doubt it i'm gonna be i don't know I doubt even it. big ed a century is so many miles <laughs> That's so many. Dude, but it, it, what's the pr- most I've ever done, Owen? What's the most I've ever done? 25. And how did that go? Not great. Not great but at all. But you're a quarter of the way there. She was kind of on death's door, though. I literally but, would have died. But <laughs> I All I could say was I want a pulled turkey sandwich so bad I could die. But I think the big part was we <laughs> needed to be eating more throughout before it and throughout throughout it. But that was just for a 25er. Exactly, dude. You think I can consume that many carbs with my appetite? You need <laughs> just juice. The juice, juice. Man. All you need is the juice. I don't like juice. But I'll... Well, I'll I will entertain this if I get like a treat at the end. Dude. For trying. I'll probably dude, if you if you train for it and were able to finish it. I don't know. We have to decide on something. But it could be like a pretty big prize. Okay. I'm willing to to put out a, a decently sized prize. I would do it for me. I would try it for a prize. Oh yeah. Like Eddie also bribery. wants to do a triathlon now, so we have extra reason to get him a bike, though. So oh, I'm gonna oh. I'm gonna use that to the advantage of getting him to up his budget. Mm. Now is, it's for I, two purposes. I'm putting this out here into the world. A triathlon is absolutely out of the question for me. <laughs> yeah, me I too. don't I don't really want to do one either. Yeah, I would drown. Either. I I think it, he might hmm. as well. It, swimming is so hard. Yeah. Yeah. It is tempting in some sense. It's just is not. there like a diathlon? Where no you just swimming? die? Oh, yeah, there is. <laughs> I think it's biathlon. <laughs> oh, biathlon makes more sense. <laughs> but, but a biathlon is normally like the ski and shooting thing. But I think there oh, is a, yeah. a, a run bike biathlon sort of a thing. Ugh, running hurts though. I've done a, a ski bike run triathlon before. Anyways. Whoa, that exists? Yeah, but probably only in places like Minnesota. 
like yeah. not it's not like a common thing um yeah so thanksgiving weekend was good uh we got to see the nelsons and i didn't what i didn't see them oh i well me jill mom and dad got to see the nelsons and charlie on friday which was fun shout out i was also on the facetime oh yeah rose was there as well shout out (laughs) big cheech no what that you can't use that nickname for two people oh sorry um that that works yeah that works better i guess and um and then saturday was the gopher badger game got to see a lot of people from my high school which was fun and kind of weird there's like so many people (laughs) in champion park there uh but it was fine and then saturday night we celebrated uh my birthday which was elite we had ice cream cake we played a fun new game called mind the gap which you'll like rose we're gonna play that christmas it's like a trivia game but it's four different generations oh that's always like your biggest complaint about trivia games. i know dude so it's supposed to be minding the gap that's a complaint you've had Oh, I always yeah, complain about it. Because, he always has that complaint. Because especially some of the trivia games we've played didn't even come out until right. like like some of the games we had growing up, they came out in like 2005. Right. Well, then all the trivias prior to that, I wasn't even like born or able to learn anything at that point. Right. So it's cool, Rose, because you you get like you can do it with up to four teams, but then there's each corner of the board is like where one like my team starts on this corner, and we have to get all the way around the board, and each side of the board is a different generation. Hmm. Yeah. So you'll have to do trivia. You'll likely do trivia from each generation. So you try to have you you try to build the team. If you can get enough people, you build a team with like, you could do one from each generation on a team, or you can do generations per, like each same ten generations per team. But that's obviously harder for like, if we were all in, if we did a bunch of Gen Z's on one team and then we were in the boomer side, that would be really hard. Yeah, we yeah. would definitely get messed up because I still feel like they knew <laughs> some of the, like there was still some freebies in like the Gen, what is it? Gen Z mm-hmm. was the newest one for them. Mm-hmm. Well, because like, when it's a newer was... generation, you've still been around during it. Like, yeah, even if you're you able to really process attention, yeah, yeah, you're able to process the stuff. <laughs> At least some of it, yeah. So it'll but be it... fun though to play. Yeah, it'll be fun. Uh, and then yeah, I drove home Sunday. It was a long drive, but it was fine, and and. Here we are Monday night. So that's that. Here we are. In other news, Jane and my parents are going to come down for my birthday now on Friday. And then, well, they're not actually going to get here till late Friday. Rose is looking sad. <laughs> I'm um, missing out on all the fun. Um, well, we're going mountain biking on Saturday. 
which I don't think you really. Oh, like I don't that like much. mountain biking. So we're going mountain biking on Saturday. I'm gonna rent Jane. Jane is. I'm gonna rent Jane an e-bike, an e-mountain bike, and we're gonna ride Bentonville, and see Ooh. if Jane likes it or not. It is pretty cool, and if if she doesn't like the mountain biking, there's a lot of paved trails that are cool and coffee shops and stuff around there too. So it'll be good. Fun. So looking forward to maybe that. mom and dad will be able to bring your gift when they come, but your gift is like lost in the I don't know where it is or if it's ever coming. So All right. no worries. You might just get extra gifts at Christmas and I'll be like that was supposed to be a birthday gift. <laughs> that works too. Um All right, Rose, you get a minute for life updates. Okay. Um, I did not go home for Thanksgiving and I was feeling sad because all of my friends were home with their families and I was not. I all did go and visit from, grandpa. From Arizona? Or... Yeah, meaning basically Eddie and Kristen. Oh, okay. We're gone. <laughs> um, I do have other friends, but anyway, I went to visit grandpa and Sabina. And I brought Emma and Sydney with me. Mm-hmm. And Sabina was hosting a big Thanksgiving dinner at their church, which like 60 people were signed up for. And it was pretty intense. Emma, Sydney, and I were serving. And these old people just like descended upon us, getting the food. Mm-hmm. Then they eat it super fast. Then these like to-go containers come out. They're scarfing up all the leftovers. And then they're leaving. The whole affair took less than an hour and a half. There was no sitting around chatting. They were eating. They were getting the leftovers. They were gone. And Sabina set aside three leftover boxes for me, Emma, and Sydney. Like, she kind of, like, hid them away in the the kitchen. Somebody found mine and took it. Bruh. So I got no leftovers. Did it have your name on it? No. Oh. Just kind of hidden away. But Emma and Sydney got theirs, so. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then we came back here. I just sat around. Oh, I went on a massive online shopping spree, buying everyone's Christmas gifts. Nice. So that was kind of wild. And yeah, now there's one week left of the semester, and I really hate it. I hate how it's like. Thanksgiving break is so close to the end of the semester because it fakes me out every time. I think it's break. I'm like, we're done. We're relaxing. And then it's like, ha ha ha. And Thanksgiving was kind of early this year. So it's even further away. Yeah. So anyway, I have to. It's like three weeks instead of two for you, I think. Right? Or no? Till I go home? Yeah. It's only a week and a half. I'm going home on the 13th. Or two and a half weeks, I mean. Yeah. I guess but, three. But okay, it, I guess three weeks. Yeah, you're right. Normally, you're right. it would be like a week and a half. <laughs> Anyways, that doesn't matter. Um, cool. Uh, we're going to do uh, Trivia Night Thursday. Thursday Night Trivia Night. Thursday Night Trivia. AKA TNT. Not the explosive kind. 
But our trivia is sure to be exhilarating and maybe even explosive as well. So uh, do you still have the link for that? Yeah. Okay. I got it up. All right. Well, are you ready, Jane? No. What are we doing? We're doing we're doing know, TNT. But how? Trivia night Thursday. I know. Thursday but yeah, night what trivia. What are we doing? What, uh, are, this work? what is the way? Uh, you you choose two questions from each category. Uh, if if you know the answer, uh, make a little noise. Like mine's gonna be. Ee. No, it's not. It's gonna. <laughs> it's gonna be a. <laughs> mine's gonna be a. What's yours, Jane? Sorry, I'm still like shocked about what you just <laughs> created. <laughs> Sound- stop, stop, stop. <laughs> Hate that. Um, mine's gonna be what should mine be? Beep beep. No. I'm- Dude, I don't know. Make something up. Mine's gonna be hmm. Mine's gonna be I don't know. Help me. Rose, uh, help me. Uh, I want Rose to help me. Um, beep. No, I already said that. <laughs> beep. No, you said beep beep. <laughs> Mine will just be beep. Okay, okay. So, if someone does their little uh, signature sound, um then you stop reading the question. Even if you haven't finished it, they get a chance to answer. Then you finish reading the question. Other person gets a chance to answer. If we both get it wrong, we move on. Two questions from each category. Choose ones you think might be possible to get. Let's go. First category is movies. And the first question is taking place over the course of a whole day rather than just the morning which 1986 movie stars anthony michael hall emilio estevez ali sheedy molly ringwald and judd nelson as a brain yes the breakfast club that's correct good job jane dang yeah i was not getting that i was about to guess groundhogs day the movie includes a titular track from Kenny Loggins, Kevin Bacon performs much of his characters dancing, and John Lithgow leads the charge to ban dancing. Oh, Beep. All of- oh I forgot my noise. <laughs> All right, Jane? Footloose. That's correct. Dude, I knew it Two before she different. said beep, but I was like, oh, what, what's my noise again? Yeah, and you can't just say a bunch of stuff because it's hard then for me to hear. Yeah, I know. I'm locked in now. All right, Jane, you have two points. The next um, one is, the next category is music. Named after a 1950 blues song by Muddy Waters and a 1965 Bob Dylan hit, what magazine's list of the 100 greatest artists of all time? Rolling Stones. Yes, Owen? Dang it. That's correct. I was getting there. Let's go. Okay, next. Um, Q. 
Cuban pop sensation who first rose to prominence as part of the girl group Fifth Harmony from the X Beep. Factor TV show. Beep. Jane? Camila Cabello. That is correct. Good job, Jane. I would not have known that. Ding! <sighs> All right, three okay. to one. The next category is TV. Um, what TV show about a middle class? class nyc housewife innovated in the following ways the first scripted television program shot on 35 millimeter film in front of a studio audience the first show to hey. feature and on whoa yes i love lucy mm. that is correct Let's that's go. right yeah i was like i was so thrown by the question i was like my brain wasn't processing classic i love that show Sporting abundant hair and a love of happy trees, what was the first and last name of the guy who hosted the PBS television program, The Joy of Painting? Beep. Beep, beep, beep. Bob Ross. That's correct. Yes. So what is that? Four to two? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The next category is food. Um... According to the USDA, a can of fruit cocktail must be comprised of 25 to 45% pears, 6 to 16% pineapple, 6 to 20% grapes, 2 to 6% cherries, and as its largest proportion, 30 to 50% of what fruit? Hey. Yes. I'm going with oranges like that's the incorrect little, the little nectar or whatever they're called what are those little clementines yeah mandarin oranges oh mandarin oranges that's incorrect jane do you have a guess um i'm going to have a guess i wish i could um i don't know no i don't have a guess the answer is peach. Really? Peach the fruit. Dang. Yeah, really. I was thinking about, have you ever had those Del Monte, like, prepackaged little fruit cocktail things? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember peach being in there. It is. Or at least I, just, I remember it being in there. I just remember pears, mainly, and cherries. Hmm. Well. Whatever. Anyway. Next. Okay. What dessert made up of ice cream, sponge cake, and meringue and placed briefly in a hot oven was named in honor of a purchase the United States made from Russia in 1867? I feel like I should know this. You kind of cut out. Can you read the question again? Yeah. What dessert made up of ice cream, sponge cake, and meringue and placed briefly in a hot oven was named in honor of a purchase the United States made from Russia in 1867? I don't know. Never heard of that dessert. What is it? Baked Alaska. Oh. And I I only know... I only know about it from the Great British Bake Off, and I did think it was a kind of fish, but it's not at all. Oh, yeah. Baked Alaska? I was going to say Alaska, because that was the only thing that I thought 
that First of all, we would have bought get... from Russia. But then I was like, okay, actually, <clears throat> Russia owned Alaska before us. The land, yeah. See, this is all not good. Anyway. Well, get ready, Jane, because the next category is geography. Oh, shoot. Oh, let's go. Okay, so we it's still two to four, I think. We both got both. Yeah, both yeah, it is. Um, located on the south of Honshu and the northern shore of Osaka Bay, what K-word Japanese city gave its name to a type of beef and a famous Los Angeles Laker? I should know this too. Um, dude, I feel like it's on the tip of my tongue. It's definitely not anywhere near my tongue. <laughs> All right, I don't, I don't know it. Kobe. Ha! I should have known that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Only because yeah, Kobe. Right. All right. But. If you wanted to travel through three adjacent U.S. states that all started with the same letter, you would have to travel through which three states? Uh, A. Yes. Hmm, I don't know if you can. Uh, I'll try it, though. Maine, Massachusetts, Maryland? That's incorrect. Maryland is further south than you think it is. Let me go with something. Massachusetts is a state, right? Yeah, you said that. Yeah. Okay, how about Minnesota, Michigan, Massachusetts? Incorrect. Shoot. Massachusetts is further east than you think it is. I have no idea where it is, so. It's on the east coast. Well, the correct answer is Iowa, Illinois, Indiana. Oh, Mm. duh. States we've all driven through in that order before. Yeah. That's tough. <laughs> okay, I've... the next category. On the way to Michigan. Well, That's what I was thinking of. I had too much going on on that trip. I was learning too many other things to know that. We were doing Bible trivia. Mm. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the next one is U.S. history. Uh, Railroad mogul Leland Stanford ceremonially completed the Transcontinental Railroad on May 10th 1869 with a golden rail spike at promontory summit in what u.s state then a territory wow um hey colorado yeah that's incorrect but close oh i guess i probably shouldn't have said close because now that helps me it doesn't help me okay hmm where is Colorado? I have n- literally no idea. Just throw the a state out Utah. there. Oh. oh, oh, no, you're good. The answer is Utah. I All right. Utah. Um, the Warren Commission officially claimed a single bullet theory for the assassination of President Kennedy. Conspiracy theorists slash detractors claim that another bullet was fired nearby. Now slaying for conspiracy theories broadly, what is the name for this alternative firing location? 
None of like there was like a lot of words what? that you just said that didn't make any sense. I was so ready for it to be the magic bullet because that's like what they call the one bullet thing. I thought, but for the other firing location, I don't know. Grassy knoll, bro. I was is not... the answer. Do they call it the magic bullet, or what do they call the? I thought they just called a... it single bullet, but maybe they oh. call it magic bullet. Because there's like but a magic bullet would be kind of rude. Yeah, it is. According to Wikipedia, the single bullet theory, also known as the magic bullet theory, mm. was introduced by the Warren Commission in its investigation of the assassination of U.S. President John F. Kennedy. Okay. World history is the next one. What? We just did history. We did U.S. That was a, that was <laughs> by the US way, history. by the way, it's still four to two. We've gotten well, I... all three of the last categories wrong. <laughs> or four. How many? Yeah. Four I just came the, in hot no, at the three? beginning. I don't know. Whatever. All right. Along with ancient Egyptian, the Rosetta Stone, carved during the Hellenistic period and the key to deciphering hieroglyphics, features what other language? Hey. Yes? A Latin. That's incorrect. Oh, okay. <laughs> you said Latin or a Latin? Latin. Oh. It sounded like you said a Latin, and I was like, huh? Um, do I get to guess now? That's how you the do. game works. Don't be, don't be silly. Sassy. Whatever. Um, what other language? Uh-huh. Other than what was the f- other one? Um, ancient Egyptian and hieroglyphics. Roman numerals. <laughs> That's incorrect. Yeah, I didn't. I was. I don't know. What I was. <laughs> also, very close to Latin. The correct answer is Greek. Mm. Oh. Um, okay, here's another. Still felt today, the 1967 Arab-Israeli War significantly... Wait, no, you guys won't know that one. Um. Shoot. Jeez. Well, I'm trying to think of ones that I, like, learned about in school. And I did learn about that one, but in IB history, which neither of you guys were in. Often called a Nazi puppet state, the French state headed by Marshal Philippe Pétain during World War II is usually known by what name taken from the spa town in central France that served as its capital. I got nothing. I don't know if I know a single place in France other than Paris, and I don't think it's Paris. I don't know anything about what you just said. A. Paris. It's incorrect. Okay. That would have been so funny. <laughs> it's Vichy. Oh. Okay. Oh, Vichy. I don't know it as a place. I only know it as Vichy France, which is what they called the Nazi puppet state. Um, let's see. The next one's religion. Good thing we did that Bible trivia. Buckle up, Jane. Just kidding. There's the other religions on here. But here's one. 
On the U.S. Library of Congress's list of books that shaped America is what 1830 religious text that sets out the tenets of a religion founded by Joseph Smith? Hey. I said it first. Owen? Uh, The Book of Mormon. That is correct. I feel like we said it at the same time. I heard Owen first. Yeah, well, your audio is delayed. Starting with the letter N, what is the concept in Buddhism that adherents are striving for by quenching the activities of... Yes. Namaste? That's incorrect. Dang. Dang, Owen, would you like me to finish the question? Yeah, sure. Starting with the letter N, what is the concept in Buddhism that adherents are striving for by quenching the activities of the worldly mind and its related suffering and being released from the cycle of rebirth? I don't know. Nirvana. That's correct. Hey! Dude, that was a complete guess. Four to four. Thank you. It is four to four. The next one is... playing games. The next category is literature. Why did we do all the fun ones first? Bruh. So I could have an epic comeback. Some might call it an explosive comeback. All right. What's up? Um, although more well-known for his fiction and character creations, what famous author was also an ophthalmologist? He studied medicine at the University of Edinburgh in the, 19, Edinburgh in the 1870s sorry, and was a determined supporter of compulsory vaccination and partially based his most famous character on a former university teacher. Hmm. I I don't know. I had a name on the tip of my tongue, and then all I could think of was Charles Darwin, which is <laughs> definitely not that. But now I can't think of the other. I think it was a Charles, maybe. But all right, what is the answer? The answer is... Sir oh, Dickens. Conan Doyle. It was who I was thinking of. Charles Dickens. <laughs> Charles Dickens. No. Sir but, Arthur Conan Doyle. Okay. No, I never would have known that. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> um, at the conclusion of an 1835 literary fairy tale, a small object is placed in a museum because of its critical role in finding a suitable princess to marry a prince. Babe. What is... Yes, Jane? Oh, no. I beeped too soon. (laughs) A small object is placed in a museum for its ability to help a prince find a princess? Yeah. Is that what you just said to me? That is what I said. Shoot, I don't know if I know the answer. (laughs) Um, Oh my gosh, I'm going to feel so dumb. I hate to say it, but the second half of the question is going to be very helpful. So, is it a? I have to guess though. Yeah, yeah. Hit, hit us with your best guess. Is it a glass slipper? That's incorrect. That's I what I was so. going to guess too, but. Well, shoot. All right, what do you, what do we got here? At the conclusion of an 1835 literary fairy tale. Fairy tale. A small object is oh, placed I think in a museum because of its Sorry. critical role in finding a suitable princess to marry a prince. 
what is this object that was placed under dozens of mattresses earlier in the tale? I know it. A pea. That is correct. Hey. I literally knew it. Lead. No, shush. I literally <laughs> thought pea at the beginning of the sentence, too. Really? But I thought that is not how I didn't think. I yeah, because she said a little object. Yeah, that's why I was. And thinking I was it like, wasn't oh, a pea. But then I was like, but prince and prince. I've never heard of that being part of the story. Oh yeah, that's part this of the stupid. story. This is stupid. That's the whole reason they're putting it under there is to see if she's worthy of being a princess. Because it's annoying to like because she could feel it under all these mattresses. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that is so rude. And what a dumb it way is to kind of rude. If someone's pretty, worthy. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Um the next category is math and science. Oh my gosh. <laughs> How many is this the last one or is there more after this? There are two more after this. All right. There better be pop culture or something. A British scientist gave his name to what familiar 4x4 square used to illustrate the probability that the offspring of two individuals will have a given genotype. Oh, I know this. Hold on. I got it. Peep. Yes? Uh, oh my god, it's the P word. It's a punnet. A punnet square. Yes, that is correct. Holy. Good job, Jane. I knew it too, but like I couldn't think of the name. Like I was like, what is the name? What is the name? Nice job. Good job, Jane. I was Thanks. not going to come up with it. I like doing those squares. Those are fun. <laughs> the five total to amount of greenhouse. That's true. The total amount of greenhouse gas emission- emissions created by human activity is better known by what two word term, which originated Maybe. from a. Owen was first. Global warming. That's incorrect. Ding! Got it. Beep. Climate yeah, change. Jane. Also incorrect. Oh! Dang it! Oh. The rest of the question was, by what oh. two-word term originated from a concept conceived by environmentalist William E. Reese and Dr. Mathis Wackernager during the 1990s? And the answer is carbon footprint. Oh, carbon footprint. I wouldn't have gotten it. Yeah, it's fine. Moving on. You guys had good guesses. The next category is business and economics. I have a business degree, people. Let's go. Let's see if it's worth anything. (laughs) If you want to get a sense of your business's fiscal health, a profit and blank statement can show you how much money you're bringing in, how much is going out, and where all that money is going. Beep. Yes. Profit and loss? That's correct. Oh. Hey! I was going to say profit and revenue, but that's kind of the really? same thing. That is the same thing. Well, it was just a of. guess, my G. It's actually not necessarily the same thing. But... Yeah, I know, I know. All right. Um, reflecting its headquarters at Love Field in Dallas, as well as an old marketing campaign in which in-flight snacks were called Love Bites and Love Potions, LUV is the stock ticker symbol of what directionally named airline? 
Yes. Southwest. That's correct. What a stupid question. Let's go! <laughs> six to six, my oh. G. Okay. And it's the last the category. category. I feel, like that, I feel next... like that question, though, for that category was not very great. Dude, I'm trying my best here to come up with one somebody will know the answer to. Well, it's not your fault. I'm just saying they put that question I'm in there. Them. Didn't like it. <laughs> um, the next category is sports. Is that the last one? Yeah. On, I mean, Owen and I, I feel like I know a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And you know some sports that I don't have any knowledge of. Okay. It can be played indoors or outdoors. It's notable for attracting a wide range of ages and Beep. fitness levels. Beep. Yes. Pickleball. That is correct. No way, dude. Good job. Fastest growing okay, sport the final in the world. Question. What did you say? Fastest growing sport in the world. I don't think oh. it is. <laughs> it was a joke. <laughs> okay. The final question is. In perhaps the most famous television call of all time, Al Michaels posed what question to the audience as the underdog United States was about to advance to the finals of the Lake Placid Olympic Hockey Tournament in 1980? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> yes. Do you believe in miracles? Oh, that is correct. That is a biased <laughs> question. Bro, Rose. you've seen that movie multiple times too. No, that's tie. not even it's a tie. fair. <laughs> yeah, we'll do a tiebreaker because Owen has seen that movie more times than anyone has ever seen a movie. Dude, I was really questioning the wording of the question, though. I was like, "Well, you're correct." There's it... no, like, I can see that movie and still not understand half of what she just said because you've seen it so many times and you just love it like you watch it and actually watch it though like i watch it like as i'm doing something else bruh you know that's true bruh you know that's true bruh don't All say right. bruh. Well, apparently according to this question it's the most famous television call sports television call of all time i don't, know what, a, I don't know what a call is what does that even mean i guess just uh, something that a announcer uh, something says. that an announcer says are we doing a tiebreaker or not? Yeah. From the same category? No. no. From, um, what was the first category? First category was movies. Yeah, we'll just do one from each going through them until someone gets one, right? One from each? Yeah, sudden death, though. So it could just be one from movies. Okay. A sign reading, hope you have what she had, still hangs over a booth in Manhattan. Cat's delicatessen. Yes. Well, actually, I don't know the question yet. <laughs> I retract my beep. You cannot. Yes, I can. That's not how the game works, maybe. Too bad. Just go with your gut, Jane. Okay. I'm going with my gut. Shoot. What is my gut saying? 
I can't remember the name of the movie, but I thought I did. I don't think I know it, so it, if that helps. Is it a path? It's, I know it, though. That's so irritating. I can literally see the movie. I don't think it was even asking for what the movie was. Don't you think it was asking what the sign says on it? Or did it say what the sign said? It says? said what the sign said. What did the sign say? I'll have what she's having. In a movie, the sign actually says, hope you have what she had. Okay, right. But I know, oh, is the phrase, I hope I'll have what she's having? Is that the the answer? Yeah. No. No, because it's the movie. You need the movie. And I know the movie. I just cannot think of the name. All right. Read their whole question, please. Okay. A sign reading, hope you have what she had, still hangs over a booth in Manhattan's Cat's Delicatessen, where a scene from what romantic comedy was filmed? I have no idea. Have I seen this movie? You have. I know it. This is so irritating. Okay, okay, what is it? When Harry Met Sally. Oh! (laughs) Have I seen that? You've seen it with what? us. Remember when your mom was really sick? And- I don't think he was there. I think it's just us watching it. Okay. Either way, I think he watched it or he heard me talking about it. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen it. Oh my so god. So now I, I just move this. on to the next category. One. Yeah. I knew it. What ABBA song? Oh, by the way, the category's music. What ABBA song was a number one hit in more than a dozen countries in 1977 and was, whoa, that was at that same time. I don't know. Guess first if you don't want to hear the rest of the question. Mamma Mia. That's incorrect. Ah, I think I know what it is then. Owen, do you want to hear the rest of the question? Of course. What ABBA song was a number? Yeah, after was a number you. one hit, was a number one hit in more than a dozen countries in 1977 and was performed at the 1976 wedding reception of Carl the 16th Gustavs and Queen Sylvia Summerlass. The Dancing Queen. That is correct. So Owen wins. Good job, everybody. That was honestly a great showing. You knew the answers to some that I would not have known. We were also had a real cold streak for a while. That was kind of embarrassing. I knew the last two. Got gettable. Well, I realized after the fact that there was a a different question I should have asked that maybe somebody could have answered. For what? For U.S. history. Oh, it's okay. All right, let's do weird in a bad way. Um, I'm going to start us off with tubeless tires that don't work on a bike. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to set up tubeless with either rims that aren't really supposed to be tubeless. So maybe that's my fault or whatever <laughs> happens. It's just brutal. I was, uh, bought a new bike over the weekend from forest, our family friend. Yeah. Um, I just wanted a little bit of a smaller um, cross bike so I could make it more aggressive fitting. 
And I got some tires for my birthday, so I tried to mount them up tonight. And I did finally get them mounted, but now I have like two huge blisters on my thumb. And I had to tape the tire to the wheel with packaging tape so I could get it to actually pop up onto the bead without a tube in there. Wow. It it was something else. I was trying all the tricks, and that was the one that eventually made it work. But trying to set up tubeless when it's just not working is so awful. Anyways, if you don't know what I'm talking about, good. (laughs) Tubeless bike tires are not fun to set up, that is. Once you have them set up, they're nice, but... All right, you guys got anything? Yes. What do you got? I have two things. Okay. My first thing is losing. Bro. I hate it. I it's hate okay. Losing. I don't care if it's okay. You did so I good. It. I don't need your pity. I hate it. Sorry. Nope. Still pity. There was oh. still pity in that voice. Loser. No, that's also bad. <laughs> oh, Do sorry. be neutral. Neutral. Uh, You lost. Oh, that's kind of mean too. Um, I just won't say anything. That's that would be good. Thanks. Okay. My second thing is the amount of t- steps I've taken today is weird in a bad way. How many steps? Fifteen thousand four hundred and eleven. Sheesh. And my feet are killing me. Let's see how many I've done. Just for comparison, you know. I've done three thousand eight hundred and seventy-six. Rose? Um, 2,770. Dang, major loser. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, You got anything, Rose? Um, Well, Eddie told me yesterday that if he was ever on the pod again, his weird in a bad way would be TMJ. And I'm stealing it because he was going to say it because I have it. And And it's actually TMJ disorder. Because TMJ is just the name of the joint. Um, I learned from the facial pain specialist that I went to. But anyway, it's bad. And my jaw's been really bad lately. And it's making this weird crispy sound in my ear. And I do not like it. Jeez, that is awful. Weird in a bad way. Weird in a bad way. Reminder, book club will be on December the 7th. The book is Lessons in Chemistry. And if you haven't read it, you should. And if you aren't able to get it by this book club, you should read it when you can get it because it is an all-time loud pack. We'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening. A peace. Maybe. I. Okay, this music is not playing. It's over.